0: Shout out to is electrifying.
1: Welcome to the Cat's Pod. Damn, Eric, we are moving up in the world. Ben Christian's here of the Cat's Pod, joined by my co-host, as always, Eric Lover. How's it going today? It's going pretty good. I feel like we're actually official now. Like, we're talking into actual microphones. Yeah, this not, is pretty cool. Not ones that I got off of an Instagram ad at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> you know? And then we had our sick intro music at the beginning of this. We're just moving up in the world. Things are getting pretty crazy, man. Let's be we're, honest here. We're an official podcast, yes. dude. This is, like, a real thing now. Yeah. Now yeah. we just need to find more listeners, you know? <laughs> we need to figure out a way that we can get people to actually listen to this more often, you know? Yeah. Um, well, first off, I think we want to actually just thank the Podcats yeah. out there and the people who have been listening because we thought that after the season ended for the Bobcats that we were going to just tank our listens. We thought we were going to be down to like 20. And we're we're hanging up there with a lot of our episodes, still keeping a pretty consistent amount of listens. And it, it's dropped a little bit, which is to be expected. But thank you to everybody out there just for tuning in.
0: Oh, yeah. Big time. And I know from personal experience, my whole... You know, I'm a big Phillies fan, and I listen to a lot of Phillies podcasts. Well, mm-hmm. after then NLCS, I did not, I haven't listened to those Phillies podcasts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it dries up until like free agency starts yeah, or something like much. that. I don't even listen hot to hot stove season agency. or whatever they talk. What is what is it? Why do they have so many weird terms in baseball? It's just, it's
0: just a sport. I feel like to stay relevant, they just come up with something new.
1: <laughs> we're just gonna start we're making just, stuff up. Yeah, we're gonna once a week a
0: stat and we're going to call it wins above replacement.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that is a stat that matters. That's how I pick my fantasy football teams, which I am currently fighting for 11th place out of 12. So I guess I probably shouldn't use uh, wins over replacement or any actual stats because I really don't know anything. So it doesn't really change anything either way.
0: Yeah. No, I think uh, I'm definitely surprised we've maintained the, the listens that we have. Yeah, so basically, big thanks to everybody, and you know, it's it's a new year, man.
1: It's a new year, new year, new us, right?
0: Well, I mean, we'll, we'll see, we'll yeah. see. I hope we can make some good changes for ourselves. And mm-hmm. uh, you got any New Year's resolutions?
1: I mean, I've been trying to think of some some podcast related resolutions that we could come up with, and I don't know. I I've, we've been talking about a series that we wanted to start. Should we? Should we? drop that now i think so should we put it on uh, recorded so that we actually have to do it (laughs) something to hold us accountable (laughs) yeah let's do
0: it yeah tell everybody what we're gonna do
1: so we're looking to do a series on the history of the brawl of the wild i looked up a couple books and i just kind of realized thinking about it that i don't know anything about the rivalry basically before the 90s
0: no, I, I agree. I, I, I mean, you hear stories. Of course, mm-hmm. you know, there's the national championships mm-hmm. back there. But other than that, you really you really don't know. Yeah. I mean, really nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't hear a whole lot of stories about back then, especially when you start thinking this has been a rivalry for you – know, Since what,
1: 1894. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, that it's is a, a ton of games. So we kind of need to uh, – we we need to just learn a little bit, I guess.
1: Yeah, just kind of doing some research to make our show better and kind of know more about the history of the rivalry and the history of the Bobcats and the Grizzlies as well. And boo, uh, <laughs> yeah, boo. <laughs> uh, the title I'm I'm thinking about right now is Brawling with History. But I don't know. We might be able to come up with something better before we come out with an episode. It's not bad. It's it's a good first draft. It's a good first draft for sure. Um, We're going to be looking to probably do a five-part series on this. We're going to look to split the history of it basically into 20-year segments. And we're both going to be doing some serious reading and some actual research for this. So we're trying to make it more of a professional production than our normal rambling, (laughs) but I'm sure there will be some of our normal rambling that you guys have come to know and love. Um, Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's a big thing that I kind of want us to do for the new year and just kind of move on to the next step of whatever this is. And we need something that people want to listen to in the off season. Yeah. I mean,
0: I know we're all excited for 2024 Bobcat football, and it's shaping up to be a pretty darn good team. I mean, it seems like a good segue into the transfer portal. I mean, yeah. there's been some a, a few rumblings here and there. You know, it looks like everybody who left the Cats has found a new home, which is good to see. Yeah, we do love to see that. Aside from one, but yeah, <laughs> um, you know, it's been tough. All the all the big dogs signed with FBS schools. That's always Always all the big dogs are that. out there eating. Yeah, you know they're yeah. all getting it done. Did I don't think we talked about this last episode? Did we? No. Yeah. So Rush Reimer signed with Cal. Yep. Omar signed with Baylor. Sea mm-hmm. Bass to Washington and uh, um Kettles headed to Kennesaw State. Yep. So and all, there was all really
1: cool programs
0: that yep. got really really top-notch talent i think
1: oh yeah and there was some articles that came out they did some interviews kind of talking about the different reasons that everybody transferred and it was nice to see that the other podcasts of the world that are talking about how this is a terrible money-grubbing thing that all these players are doing kind of had to they have to eat their words a little bit when they hear these statements from the players because not a single one put money as a major factor I mean,
0: of course, money helps with everything. It helps mm-hmm. everybody. That's a fact. Yep. But, I mean, you you start looking at, you know, Omar goes to Baylor. Well, yep. that happens to be just, just a hop, skip, and a jump from his hometown. You know, he's mm-hmm. – I think I – didn't I see something about he, his mom had never made a game and he was excited for that to happen or something like I that? I think
1: his mom had only seen, like, two games that he'd played in since, like, throughout high school yeah. and everything, yeah. it seemed like – so and, and now I, I he's going to be what, home and yeah. close. So she's going to be able to, I think they said it was a 3-hour drive from where what is it Katy Texas? Katy Texas, yeah. Texas, yeah. From Katy Texas over to Baylor. And so that's awesome that he's going to get to play in front of his mom and like family and stuff is going to be able to come to more of the games. That is completely understandable. Yeah. Um what is not understandable? No. Is, is, is Mr. Mr. Rush Reimer. <laughs> come on, we got to give you a little bit of we got to give you a little bit of the guff. You know, because this entire time he also is going back home. He's he's. it seems like her closer to home, a place that he considers home since he went to high school in California. But just talking about the weather, like, come on. We're, the cats <laughs> are strong. The cats are strong. We are we are built tough. Yeah. We are cold forged steel exactly cold forged steel and when you're just coming in here and you're talking about how it's negative 20 and that's not fun for you (laughs) like i'm gonna have to give you just a little bit of the guff yeah come on (laughs) come on rush i'm out there
0: feeding cows when it's 40 below i I don't want to hear it and to top it off not only did he doesn't he not like the weather he snubbed mile college iowa state yeah, so <laughs> all he, he I wanted you twice over. I just wanted to root for him. I mean, could you imagine yeah. how I, how I would be so jacked if he would have gone to Iowa State? Mm-hmm. Oh man, that would have been awesome. Yeah, that would have been awesome. But regardless, stoked for him to be back home, back at his, mm-hmm. you know, his where he wanted to I mean he wanted to go to Cal all along and he got the chance and he took it. I yep. don't blame him one bit.
1: And he's a guy that also went through and he did fully graduate from MSU and he's Yeah. He he yeah. gave everything to the school. So we're not gonna not hating on him too much, no. but also just come on, the weather man. The weather, we're gonna complain about really? the weather. We're talking about the weather. Okay. Not the game. We're the talking weather. about weather. You
0: know? No, it's uh I'm glad to see all these guys get their uh get their their spots figured out and where they're going to spend the next few years and Mm -hmm. and hopefully you know we'll be watching them in the in the future
1: oh yeah it does seem
0: like a lot of our players seem to end up at cal
1: yeah and the whole reconferencing stuff is going to make that season very interesting it is because cal is somehow part of the acc which remind me what acc stands for (laughs) doesn't it stand for atlantic coast conference yeah, didn't they kind of mix up the oceans on this one? They're an entire ocean off. I mean, you this.
0: consider the teams in the ACC. You have Florida State, mm-hmm. Clemson. You know all those all those schools that are way over there. Duke, yep. North Carolina,
1: are in the ACC. I think, aren't they? Yep. Every single time that they play a football game, it's like Syracuse. Uh, different different schools like that those are all the ACC they're gonna have to travel a significant amount every single time I mean
0: but let's be honest here if I never had to go to class and just got to go play, you know do what I love, I'd be all about it too because there're gonna be some serious travel time involved in this oh yeah serious travel time
1: you're gonna be it would be really hard to keep up with your schoolwork when you're traveling that much and these schools must be taking that in, into consideration. But that is something that I would not be looking forward to at all. I do not enjoy long plane rides as a large gentleman. You know, (laughs) as a guy who is about the size of some of these linemen, I would hate it. I hope that they have a very nice jet for Cal so that Mr. Rush Reimer can stretch his legs out. No kidding. No kidding. Yeah, he's (laughs) dead. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. All those plane rides, long ones too. You definitely definitely hope they're gonna keep them comfortable because that's yep. that's gonna be a lot of miles. A lot of miles. Yeah, that would definitely be hard to put up with. Um the one I think we should probably touch on a little bit is this this transfer to Missoula. Ooh. This yeah. is this is a sore subject. Oh, ben and I have I mean we'll we'll die on that sword. Mm-hmm. Of respecting people's decisions to transfer,
1: but yep. this is not one I like. Yeah, when commits flip and stuff like that, it always leaves kind of a bad taste in your mouth. You know. And especially with how heated the rivalry has been the last few years with blowout after blowout kind of going back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean you can say, Oh, going back home, but Phillipsburg is not that far from Bozeman either. No, I mean it's just, it's pretty similar, and it it's got to be hard for kids to choose these days with how it seems like the matchup is more even than ever before. But Missoula, yeah, I don't know if I want to go hang out with Bobby Hauk. That's the only thing. Like I would rather hang out with Brett Vegan than hang out with Bobby Hauk.
0: Well, if you if imagine this. You do something spectacular on the football field, and your head coach runs out to congratulate you, and mm-hmm. accidentally pokes you in the eye with his nose. <laughs> Imagine, and you're still four feet away from him, yeah.
1: you know? <laughs> with his big vulture nose. Yeah, that. I mean, I, I've I've heard he's he's uh, pecked a couple of the players. You yeah. know? <laughs> Accidental, of course. Acc- accidentally, <laughs> we we're not having a, a fill a. <laughs> A Bobby Knight situation. Yeah. <laughs> I always called him Phil Knight. That's the shoe guy. Come on, quit mixing up your references. <sighs> but no, he's going
0: to Missoula, and I mean, at best, what do you call that? Lateral, maybe.
1: Yeah, it, it's a pretty lateral move. I don't, I don't know. It, it might have been a position decision, just mm-hmm. based on how I don't know how much depth Missoula has at his spot. But um, no, he was a wide receiver, right? No, DB. DB, DB. okay. Yeah, so who knows why you make that decision. Obviously, it's a very personal decision, so you're never going to fully know what it was. But overall, we want players to stay with the Bobcats, and it's weird to see these transfers because we've been seeing it the opposite direction for the last couple years. We've seen a lot of Missoula guys that are... Coming to the Bobcats and the Bobcats have been picking up steam and this might be kind of like the canary in the coal mine of we need to figure out something because if we lose these top Montana recruits, that is the basis of what makes the locker room great. Yeah. And that's the basis of all this cat culture that we've been talking about. And those are the people that are most likely going to stick around the entire time. Yeah. You're not as likely to transfer if you're an in-state guy. It's probably going to happen at some point. But those guys are really the backbone of our recruiting our, our recruiting as a whole. And it's always more important for us to see those Montana guys out there because it makes it more entertaining for us.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean
1: it has been a roller coaster with the transfer portal, you know,
0: lost some, got some, you know, it's been an interesting interesting topic to talk about. And you know, another just today, Samora Ezekiel from Texas Big offensive lineman, three stars, mm-hmm. coming to our Bobcats. I mean, that's that's a big deal. Another, yep. another
1: stud offensive lineman joining the the Don Joy Mafia. Yep. Let's go. They are really stacking it up. They really tend to stack up that offensive line, and they're going to make sure that they are deep at every position.
0: 100%. And I feel like this guy's just going to be able to meld right in with, these, with this group of guys, mm-hmm. you know, basically just end up, being an immediate impact kind of guy. Yeah. Just because of the coaching and the people that are actually on the offensive line. Yeah, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. Justice Perkins, Marcus Weir, I mean, Connor Moore, you have JT Reed, mm-hmm. all right there, all studs. Yep. I mean, how can you not just fit right in immediately?
1: Do you think that is the most fun position room? I mean, there's be personalities in? on there, and I'd share that. <laughs> 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 like if I could be a fly on the wall during one of their meetings, like if we could have hard knocks Montana state, but only we get to watch it. We don't want to let the secrets out. We just want hard, hard knocks Montana state to just be sent to us too personally. Yeah, exactly. And then we just want to be a fly on the wall and watch what goes on in that position room. Because I guarantee there's a lot of laughter. Oh yeah. I guarantee it is a great time. There's some funny dudes in there and some great personalities. Um, Running backs might be close behind because yeah. I feel like there's a couple personalities there, but also there's a lot of guys that seem like they're, they're, they're businessmen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're businessmen. It doesn't seem like they talk a whole lot, which is also a good personality. You need that balance on a football team, but it's not as fun for us to watch as a fly on the wall. <laughs> you know? It's not as exciting for us.
0: Yeah. And honestly, even through this whole transfer portal, it's been interesting to see the guy you know you get on Twitter and you start scrolling and you see oh got extended an offer from Montana State like the coaching staff is out there working Mm -hmm. they're
1: really working they're going for it this year yeah they're definitely not taking the losses we took towards the end of the year lightly oh no even though overall it was a pretty amazing season for us outside of like we've talked about three plays before I feel like I keep repeating myself there but they definitely took it personally, and they are looking to make this team much, much better going yeah. into the future. Exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, perfect time to start talking about a bit of the, you know, some new changes to mm-hmm. the coaching staff. Yeah. Yeah. Jody Owens. I feel like everybody
1: probably knows who that is. Mm-hmm. Coming back. Going to be coaching the safeties. Yeah. Big time, dude great to have as a part of the coaching staff great to keep those alumni in the building. I think professionally, college wise, we've seen how important it is to bring in those those guys that know the game and know specifically the team super well. I think it's it's really important to bring them in because it's a 2012 big Sky defensive player of the year type of guy. yeah you know oh,
0: I, he was a absolute stud mm-hmm. when he played. And then honestly had a pretty nice little coaching career before he came to the Cats.
1: Yeah. He's definitely he's he's been a lot of places, it seems like, all over the last few years and judging by our conversation with Marcus, I think that's pretty typical. Yeah. Like you, you as a coach you tend to, to bounce around quite a bit until you find a home. Right. You know, yeah. and, and even when you find that home, that's usually a good place for you to develop in order for you to move forward with your career and get bigger jobs.
0: Yeah. I think with the guys we have in that safety room, not to mention everybody else on defense and the the you know the new the kind of new staff that we got going on there, mm-hmm. I think this is a big deal. Like this guy knows football, and he yep. knows how to be an absolute terror on defense. Yep. And I feel like when you've proved that you can do it, mm-hmm. it makes it easier to coach it.
1: Yep. I keep thinking about teams like like the Detroit Lions where they brought in a lot of ex-players and yeah. stuff, and all they put all those guys on their coaching staff. And I believe a majority of their coaching staff is all NFL players. Yeah. And so when you can bring those, those guys in from your college, those alumni guys, it's always going to – give them an extra understanding of the game that maybe a coach doesn't quite have sometimes.
0: Yeah, the rebuilding since 1957 Detroit Lions are no longer rebuilding.
1: Exactly. The new look, powerful yeah. Detroit Lions. Which know.
0: pains me to say as a Vikings fan.
1: <laughs> is, is, but, it, is it that painful? Do we need to check the score on the Vikings game right now? Because we are recording care. during the Vikings I don't, game. I know? don't
0: care. It's At this point, we're playing for a draft pick, I think. We've started four different quarterbacks. Yeah, we don't need to get into that. It, it's just, well, I mean, <laughs> no, no need to, no need to dredge anything. this up. No this need is to talk about the Vikings. Yeah. All right. All yeah. Right. No, it's, uh, I, I'm super pumped to see this hire, and I think that everybody should be super pumped to see this hire. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to make a pretty big impact and have I, – I think he's going to be a pretty big reason for, uh, you know, some this this sustained, sustained success on mm-hmm.
1: defense. And it seems like kind of the the secondary, there was spurts where the secondary was amazing. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But there was also times where the consistency might have been lacking. Yeah. I might say consistency. And it might not, it's not really on those players because it is an entire team effort on the defensive side. If. If somebody screws up their coverages or their their spots on the line and all those coverages go wrong, then they're falling back on the secondary and they have to be like that last line of defense. So they get put into bad situations at times. And just looking for a little bit more consistency, maybe this new coaching hire will help out with that. Well, and number, the, the biggest thing to me is they're,
0: they're, the coaching staff is not – Brett Vegan is not standing pat. He's not happy, mm-hmm. so he's going to find the way to basically propel us forward. Mm-hmm. He's that's what he's trying to do. It's obvious, you know. He's he's working toward the goal of a national championship, yep. and that starts with your per, your personnel and your coaching staff.
1: Yeah, and he's always looking to make everything better. Yeah, like you're never never satisfied with being good enough. Yeah, always wanting to be better, and that's always what you want to see out of these guys you're you're always one step away from being cal poly yeah i mean (laughs) it it is one of those things with 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 football and with these programs if you're not moving forward if you're stagnant you're moving back exactly because people are passing you yep so you have to keep on it you have to keep your foot on the gas you cannot let up for a second and that is not going to help any team if you just stick with the same old same old all the time yeah
0: and yeah so basically another what i think is a fantastic hire mm-hmm. i think that they they hit this one you know absolute beautiful shot here yeah yeah no it's uh it's been an interesting interesting last couple weeks lot of lot more awards coming out huh? oh yeah a lot more
1: yeah we're seeing some of the all-american picks coming out and two of our major dudes are on that list yeah Two of the dudes that we've really enjoyed watching this year. Um Marcus Ware, freshman. No, all American. That's not right. That says D line, six two, freshman. Oh yeah, it is wrong. Yeah. That's oh, I I was getting the I was getting the two linemen mixed up. That's my bad. <laughs> uh, but Marcus Ware got an all American nod, which, you know, outside of being an all American comedian yeah. in the locker room, apparently he's also getting those honors, which he very much deserves and love to see that going on yeah also a billings guy like myself so yeah love to see that and then also brendan hall and did you know brendan hall is (laughs) 6'9
0: you know now that you mention that i might have heard that once
1: yeah but the man that can drop the football on a dime at the half yard line from pretty much it feels like anywhere on the field yeah i think that guy deserves an all-american not
0: oh you know a hundred percent he i mean He was the best punter in the FCS this year.
1: And I think he was close to being the best punter in the country. I mean, when you're driving. He was up there ranked with everybody.
0: Yeah. I mean, very, very, very much deserved awards there. Yeah. Big time. I I couldn't be happier for those guys. They deserve it 100%. Two
1: big time guys that we'd love to see doing it and doing it big. Oh, yeah. We're just scrolling through some news about the Bobcats (laughs) because it is getting increasingly more hard to keep talking about this. And we don't really want to talk about the national championship. I mean, I feel like we have to. I feel like we're going to do that more next week because I think we're going to have a Grizz fan on with us who is going to Frisco. And I think we're going to do more in-depth coverage of that game next week. So I don't know how much time we need to spend on it right now. Have, do we have any any betting updates? Is yeah, what if you're, you're for? if
0: you're interested, South Dakota State has dropped to minus ten and a half.
1: Minus ten and a half. So yep. the line is moving
0: towards Missoula. I mean, it, the South Dakota State is still heavily favored, but mm-hmm. you know, if you were confident, you know, if you thought south dakota state's going to win by two touchdowns which i think is extremely realistic
1: you can get positive odds on that minus you, 13 and a
0: half is plus 115
1: do you think we might see this line sneak into the single digits i mean i
0: just have this feel i mean you you know how grizz fans are i mean when the when things are good they're really good yeah. i mean they they i don't feel like grizz fans are respecting south dakota state for what they
1: are mm. and that's something we're seeing online too on social media There is a lot of talking going on by Grizz fans. Oh, it's ridiculous! And there's a lot of memes and everything being posted. And I don't. I think I almost think some fans are taking this too lightly. I mean, here's the crazy thing: is you know they're gonna
0: graduate a fair amount of guys, but honestly, there's guys that are going. They're returning. They are not going to transfer. They flat out said it. They're. I mean, they've they've helped build this. Mm -hmm. They want to stick around for it. I mean. I feel like you know with this transfer portal deal being open and you know there was a lot of rumors surrounding North Dakota State yep about some of their players getting some major money offers and it looks like mo- almost every one of them staying yeah they're they're going to return
1: pretty much all of their studs we need to figure out we need to see if we can take a page out of this playbook that NDSU and SDSU is using like I want to I want to figure out what they're saying in these meetings, what they're saying in the locker room that makes these guys want to stay so badly. Yeah. Because if we have people complaining about the weather in Bozeman, the weather in North Dakota and South Dakota is the same. Yeah. If not worse. Yeah, I mean you it's know? it can get pretty nasty out there and
0: you know, I'm you got to tip your hats to the, I I don't know what their you know, collective is called and yep. or anything like that, but they seem to be they seem to be making enough to get these guys interested, you know, giving them a re- real reason mm-hmm. to overlook other things.
1: Yeah. And like all the Bobcat Collective stuff, it's been kind of interesting to see how this is actually going to pan out. Yeah. Because I'm not the videos that the players are posting are kind of funny. <laughs> honestly, sometimes, cuz they're like I don't, they, they seem kind of canned, and it's, it's kind of weird at times, but they're also very, very funny in some ways, and it's this competition, and I believe the last time I saw the Golden Triangle, where we currently reside, was ranked number two god bless the golden triangle yeah the golden triangle holding it down we also got a large piece of the pie there let's see if i can find exactly what that was yeah i know
0: what you're talking about where that you're talking about like how big of an area it is yeah yeah it's pretty big but you got to think the population of that area is not anything spectacular i mean we're sitting in a town right now of what 350
1: 350 maybe 400 on a good day yeah. 400 on a good day 400 know? on a baby boom year Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no on a baby boom year it goes from 350 to 353 yeah. you know? <laughs> that's what we're that's what we're talking about over here in the the golden triangle yeah you know?
0: yeah no it's you know and, and and kudos to everybody who's getting the player you know giving them a, a darn good reason to stick around and mm-hmm. i hope that I hope that we can get on that page with them. honestly. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be a really big deal.
1: Yeah, I, it's just big for keeping the players around. The more we can support them through these means, means, and we are looking to bring players on if they want some exposure or anything. Yeah. It, it is a minimal amount of exposure that we offer here at the Cat Spot, <laughs> but we also offer a great time. Yeah. You we, know, a great time.
0: To, to, what we lack in exposure,
1: we make up in – personality exactly yeah. great
0: personalities over here
1: oh amazing personalities Those as of december 20th yellowstone was ranked number one uh golden triangle number two southeast was three missouri river was four glacier county was five and southwest was six southwest is struggling like that it, we're talking about golden triangle that being a very uh yeah very uh populated area but missouri river and southeast are pretty small areas you know? <laughs> so it, it's kind of big that missouri river is four and southeast is three you know yeah and there's gotta be i think that southeast part that's a lot of Melstone love yeah that's a lot so. of Melstone love yeah you know? and
0: surrounding areas there's a lot of guys that know that you know that fat family and they everything the creepies for sure golden triangle got the kid from sunburst unfortunately he's not playing but
1: we still have him yeah (laughs) he still counts towards our fan base yeah it definitely when trade and pickering went over there it helped out our lives so much oh yeah like i would like to personally thank trade and pickering hopefully i'll see him i we do play against sunburst my team plays against sunburst next saturday so maybe we'll have a trade and pickering sighting (laughs) <laughs> when we go over to sunburst and I'll have to let him know I'll have to thank him for adding some more cat fans to the area exactly so that we don't feel so alone anymore
0: yeah I mean unfortunately we do live in a uh, very grizzly dominated area yeah we're trying we're trying our best to change that
1: every day you know grassroots campaign boots on the ground we are trying to get people to convert over yeah we I think we should get a couple like white shirts. And we need to get like white short sleeve button up shirts, black pants and just have like a, a cat's pod name tag. And we should go door to doors missionaries. <laughs> we go door to doors missionaries and just say, have you heard the 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 good word about bread vegan? We <laughs> would like it. to let you know. I, you like, know? <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> you know? that, that is a good idea. You know. <laughs> you know? Anything that gets me to dress up in like a funny costume and then go walk around outside is like funny to me. I don't yeah. know why. We
0: probably we probably get a lot of doors slammed in our face, but hey, if it helps, it helps.
1: If I get one person to laugh, it's like reach one, teach one. If I get one <laughs> person to laugh, then I'm going to consider it a day well spent. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll have to figure out some area that we can go to. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, it's honestly it's an exciting time to be a Bobcat. Oh, yeah. I I have as much excitement about this team going into another season mm-hmm. as I have I did this last team, and with the the commits we got on signing day, mm-hmm. and the transfers that are coming in and will be coming in, and seeing all the offers that have been extended to people, yep. I
1: really I'm pretty excited, man. I mean, oh, yeah. it's it's. It's going to be a good year. It's going to be a big year for the Bobcats, I feel like. And it's a year where we might actually get to come into a season almost underrated. Yeah. Not quite underrated, but almost underrated. Um, I think that a lot of teams in the big sky are not going to be overlooking the Bobcats, but I think a lot of people are going to be coming at us. Oh, yeah. You know, like your Eastern Washingtons, your people that were sitting around that mid-tier that was kind of all bundled up throughout the year. Because you had the top three. You had... You had Idaho, you had the Bobcats, and you had the Grizzlies. And there was a solid chunk of five to six teams that were just scrapping with each other to try and get into that top three. And all of those teams are very hungry. Oh, yeah. And all of those teams lost a lot of players, but we don't know how the transfer portal is going to pan out for them. Nobody lost players like Idaho. Though. Nobody.
0: Idaho, I mean, how do you rebuild that?
1: They personally got vandalized.
0: It was horrible.
1: Like there was, I think a Viking horde came in of their own fans and they had problems.
0: <laughs> it was I mean honestly everyone who was good mm-hmm. is either going to a different college or yeah. declaring for the NFL draft. And kudos, I mean they they mm-hmm. earned it. But holy cow, did they did they lose some guys? I mean that's oh. that's a tough one.
1: Have we had anybody declare for the NFL draft yet? No. Anybody were on draft watch? No.
0: I mean, I think that – I think we have some guys who are going to probably get on – Get on rosters team. at yeah. some point. I mean, we'll see about the draft, but, I mean, honestly, I mean, you would look at some of the guys that we graduated, the mm-hmm. Derek Snells and the Trayton Pickerings of the world. I mean, we just we, – we didn't watch a lot of the Vikings game because I was getting a little irritated with it, but yeah. we were watching the – Tucker Kraft from South Dakota State. Mm-hmm. I mean, total stud. Oh, yeah. Trayton Pickering's just as good as him. So yeah. is Derek Snow. Mm-hmm. So.
1: It all uh, just comes down to what they want to do with this next step in their life. Yeah, exactly. Like, what are they – how are they looking to spend their lives? Yeah. You know.
0: And I feel like especially on a – this week when the Seahawks signed not only – I mean, Ty Okada has been in a few games this year. Yep. But they also brought up Pat O'Connell. From Missoula,
1: that's awesome. It is, yeah. We love to see another one of our guys out there on the Seahawks. With with my team, my team, the Seattle Seahawks. You know, they're bringing in the dudes.
0: I mean, it is a fact that you can play in the NFL from Montana State University. Yeah, it is a fact.
1: Yeah, it's definitely. I think Troy Anderson. As well as some other players before that, you know. Um, I mean, look at Alex Singleton, Singleton. Alex Singleton, people like that. They definitely put Montana State on the radar of scouting crews for the NFL. Yeah. And yeah. that's, that's going to help those kids out immensely when they are trying to make those rosters. If you have that in with a certain player. Because I have to think that some of the reason that these guys f- for the Seahawks are getting signed is because of who they had playing at tight end for so long with yeah. Will Disley. Yeah. You know, and he wasn't a guy that played for the Cats, but he was a Mon- he's a Montana guy. Yeah. You know, Bozeman guy. Bozeman guy. So yeah. that that puts guys on the radar. They realize how much talent can come out of Montana and hopefully those those players get their opportunities if that's what they're looking for.
0: Yeah, no, I'm I think that there is going to be quite a few that get a shot. I mean, it seems like the last few years there have been. I mean, you you see the you know Lance McCutcheon, mm. you see uh, Daniel Hardy, you yep. see uh, oh gosh darn it the lineman from that went to the Saints and then went to the Colts. Yeah, but you know I'm what I mean. In trouble with the name too. You, you know what I, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's we see these guys may not get drafted, yep. but they're getting the opportunity and. Like Ty Ty Okada, he's getting on the field. Yep. He's getting to play. So, you know, I think think it's going to be – I think next year is going to be so much fun. I really do. I really think it's going to be an incredible time next year.
1: Yeah. I think it's going to be a lot of opportunities, and I'm just excited to watch some football. I'm looking for the first time to buy some season tickets. Yeah. Because I've always gone to a lot of cat games, but – from where we live, it is quite quite a bit of a jaunt. Yeah, to get there every single weekend that there is a game. Yeah, but I I've never been more excited. Definitely looking to get those season tickets as soon as I possibly can, and just be there with all the people because that the environment that happens in that stadium is amazing. It is, you yeah. know, it is so fun to be involved in. Yeah, the more
0: the more butts you can get in those seats, the better it is. And mm-hmm. in all honesty, you think about. How full that stadium is getting now. Yep. And how many people are interested in the cats? Cause you and I both remember the days when that stadium was not filling up very much. Yep. We we both remember that. It was it, it was wasn't not that great. long ago. No. You know? And I mean the especially, you know, the, the season ticket cost is it's pretty reasonable really. Yep. And running look- down there for a good time, I mean, how can you say no?
1: yeah when you look at the the prices you have to pay on things like StubHub, and and different apps such as that you're spending at least 70 bucks a ticket
0: yeah so yeah you know i and you definitely don't want to get stuck with standing room like you want that guarantee of at least a seat Mm -hmm. get a seat at least you have it yeah you can get down there watch what we're fully expecting to be in a Incredible season. Yeah. But,
1: yeah. And that's a major thank you to the university for making those prices reasonable. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Reasonable enough to where you can get a season ticket and you don't have to be rolling in the dough. And you know?
0: now all we need is to enclose that stadium. Yeah. Let's get that end zone filled in with seats. Yeah. Because I think we could fill it. Oh, yeah. I am so sick of hearing about the mecca of college football <laughs> the grizzly the washington grizzly stadium is the mecca of college football which is, is that, so sad it is so it's so it's
1: such it's such an overstatement in every way shape and form because if i was going to point to a mecca of college football it's going to be one of those giant stadiums in the south how about death valley death valley for sure that's a huge one even i i would consider the rose bowl of oh, the Rose Bowl, the Rose Bowl is really the mecca of college football. Michigan, a lot of the greatest games ever Ohio been played State. there. I mean, yep.
0: you can go on and on all day long about. I mean, I went to Iowa State. I went to a football game at Iowa State. It's yep. absolutely nuts. Yeah, it. I've been to a football game in Missoula. It's pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Yes, I. <laughs> but it doesn't even compare to a. It doesn't even compare. Yeah. I mean, you start talking about SEC, Big Twelve, Big Ten football. I mean it's a big, big, big deal. Yep. And honestly, Sula <laughs> is not even close. I mean
1: No, it it doesn't even compare and it's just people being annoying. It is. And we gotta be annoying. It it's all their bunny talk and their little brother talk and it's the same five jokes over and over and over and over again. I
0: feel like everybody already knows it, but Bozeman is also a better town. I mean it has changed a lot since I went to school there, but yeah. it is a better town to be in, and that's yeah. that's a simple fact. I mean, yeah,
1: everything is right there downtown. If you can afford it, it's a great place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the only thing that gets you. There is there is a door fee on joining the Bozeman community.
0: Absolutely, yeah. no doubt about that. But but it,
1: that that price tag comes with some real nice amenities. Yeah. You know, some yeah. real nice places to eat. Oh man. Some real nice places to drink.
0: We went to uh we were down there for Christmas visiting my mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And so we took my son to the Museum of the Rockies. That was a blast. He had a fantastic time. He's addicted to dinosaurs anyway, so great that time there. That is a there. great place to go. And then we sure. went to Sidewinders afterward, and mm-hmm. I've always heard about it but never actually made it there. Yep. And oh man, that place was awesome. Oh yeah. Sidewinder's is really good. I've I'm never been lie. there. I'll
1: have to I'll have to make the trip next yeah, time I'm over in Bozeman. it's definitely worth
0: it. I have heard yeah. that it, it it is super popular and kind of hard to get into, but mm-hmm. it was definitely worth it. Oh yeah. It was very good.
1: I was impressed. Also, shout out to Taco Dollar because we ate at Ribbon Chop House last night. Yeah. New one new one opened in Great Falls. Absolutely delicious. Great atmosphere. Weird bald manager yeah weird bald manager was the only thing if we could get taco if you're listening taco i know you are because you follow us on instagram so <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure you're listening um if you could talk to the great falls location and let them know that their manager is really weird and awkward um that would really help us out a lot yeah
0: dude he basically just stood over us the whole
1: time <laughs> yeah he <laughs> stood like two feet away from our table didn't say a word to us yeah, and did. just stared at the other staff He
0: didn't even say hi yeah
1: he was just like a vulture staring down at everybody <laughs> that was working for him and i was like what is this dude's deal yeah. i thought he was gonna i thought he was standing there trying to start a fight with somebody it's <laughs> like when you see a dude staring across the bar at another dude because he's talking to his girlfriend that was the look he was giving a steak I mean... That's how he looked at a steak. Did you ever
0: see a smile come across his face? Oh, no. no. I didn't either. No.
1: Not a frown either, though. (laughs) It was a stone-cold glare. You gotta tell a story about the girls going... (laughs) <laughs> oh <laughs> <He got> to... <laughs> so we get to the ribbon chop house i want to preface this with it was an amazing meal it was you know it was, it was, it was an super amazing good. meal super they did good. this and, and in these are funny stories this isn't us like yeah. taking down the business but the girls go to the bathroom right away and they walk in the door and there is a poor waitress in there who is currently cleaning up vomit off the floor <laughs> and mind you we had an eight o'clock reservation <laughs> eight o'clock at night I don't know. It must not have that been that somebody was drunk at that time. Yeah. I mean, they could be. It I is Great Falls. Yeah. But the fact that you walk in there and there's just somebody <laughs> that puked all over this, like, really classy, nice restaurants, bathroom floor, really lets you know, I'm still in Montana, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: they, they walk in there and they, the waitress just looks up at him and says, I wouldn't come in here. Somebody just
1: threw up. And I'm super hungover. <laughs> I'm way too hungover to deal with this today. And as somebody who's worked in a lot of different food service places, I was like, I get that. I get that. <laughs>
0: but no, it was great, man. I I sure enjoyed that restaurant.
1: Oh, it was it was great.
0: Great ambiance. You know, the location is really nice in Great Falls when you consider Great Falls is mm-hmm. it is Great Falls. Yeah. And the food was fantastic. Oh yeah,
1: no doubt. Definitely lived up to it. Uh, I want to say a better meal than I had at any other location. So I mean, it holds up as far as all the locations go.
0: I would agree. I mean, it's definitely fancier than any other any of the other mm-hmm. ribbon shops I've ever been to. Oh yeah, you know, I've been to the Bozeman Billings. Can't. I went to the one in, one of them in Wyoming. I can't remember where. I think it was in Cheyenne. Mm. But my, I went to the one in Miles City before it closed. But it was. I mean, way, way fancier than any of those. Yep. So if you're if you're looking to go there, and you know, get that tablecloth put down, have the waiter write his name upside down or whatever, this not is not the, the, place, not the place, for place for you. It is definitely a step above.
1: But if you want to take, if you want to take the old lady out for a a very very nice evening, it is pricey, but it is well worth the cost. And the cocktails Absolutely. are delicious. Yeah, the cocktails were also good. Um it was it was amazing. This is the Cats pod where you come for us to talk about the Bobcats yeah. and you stay for our reviews of Ribbon Chop House.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will say my one critique.
1: Out of the other ones that we've heard. <laughs>
0: <found out laughs> <laughs> my fourth critique. Yeah. All right. Add it onto my list. It would be better if they served Hereford beef. Just saying. Oh it. yeah, Just they saying. did it did
1: say black Angus burgers and Eric was just completely triggered from moment one. We sat down, he opens the menu, he goes, Black Angus beef. I'm just gonna I throw can't, this out here. I can't deal with this. I can't do it. You, I'm
0: just gonna throw it out there, man. You sit down, you come up to Valir, I'll cook you one of our steaks from mm. our ranch that we've raised ourselves and all that good stuff and put it up against any steak. Out of any other breed, yep. Blind taste test, Herfer to win
1: it every time. I'm, I'm just saying we are, we are stacking ourselves up with work for 2024 because <laughs> we're gonna have brawling with history. We're gonna have our bobcat missionary work. We're now starting. The cat's pod tasting room, yeah, where you cook people steaks, which is you know is going to be delicious because I've had many of those steaks. Um, (laughs) He he is not lying, he is not lying about this, but you get to add all of those things to the list. Of all of I guess we're just writing our New Year's resolutions for the podcast right now, you know. (laughs) I will
0: say one thing about the Ribbon Chop House that I actually did really like is so it's in the old wells fargo building right Yep. and they left the safe door in yep. there that was pretty cool you yeah gotta it, was, admit, cool. That was, it pretty was cool you
1: just have a giant safe as you're walking in yeah it was it was pretty cool
0: i enjoyed that oh yeah
1: but and now that we've gotten all our hot takes about the ribbon chop house out and the only thing hotter than the takes are the hot plates yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which they which they only tell you about 17 different times how hot the plates are, which somebody's probably going to burn themselves, and they, they do need to be forewarned. You yes. Know?
0: I mean, they actually bring the plates out at 400 degrees. I mean, I cool. don't. I, <laughs> I mean, that's just what everybody orders their steak a
1: specific way. It was like and, sick brag, bro.
0: And then it comes out still cooking.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's still getting, on the barbecue. the reheat. The reheat <laughs> on that steak is nice. Let me tell you what it's nice. Okay, but okay. thank you, Taco Dollar, for the recommendation. Yeah, um, sorry,
0: we just spent twenty minutes destroying the ribbon chop house. We actually really did enjoy ourselves truthfully.
1: This is the problem I have with like my entire life because I feel like people think that I hate everything. <laughs> but it's just because I have to critique everything. And it's becoming a really bad per- part of my personality because I can love something 90% but I'm going to talk about that 10% a whole lot more. <laughs> and well, it is it is a highly toxic trait that I have. It's not your fault that the
0: 10% is just really funny. Okay. It, yeah. You it's, can't not, fight it's not
1: that. funny to talk about everything that's good about a place. You <laughs> yeah. can't make fun of that. Yeah.
0: I mean, good is just good. How many times can we tell you it was good? It, yeah. It's the funny things that happen that, you know, are usually probably not good, like our creepy manager that stared at us
1: the whole time but the only thing creepier than that manager was our studio (laughs) which hopefully we're going to start bringing video into this soon so you can see how (laughs) creepy this basement room is hey this wood paneled cement floored room that we use to record these podcasts we would not sound this good if we didn't have a concrete floor Exactly, and these these wood panel walls, they absorb a lot of sound. Yeah. They are sound deadening. It, it's really good. Oh, yeah. It's really good. And now that I think we've exhausted all of everything we can talk about about the Bobcats <laughs> and also about Ribbon Chop House, I think that is where we're going to end this episode. You all right with that, Eric?
0: Yeah, and I think next week we are going to hammer on some national championship
1: football. Oh, yeah. we got a lot to talk about. We're going to do some about. big stuff there. Um, going to bring on a, a Grizz fan so that we don't have to say good things about the Grizzlies. Yeah. We'll let them do that talking, and then we can just play like we're at SDSU fans for one week.
0: Oh, we are oh, yeah. SDSU mm-hmm. fans for one week. There's no yeah. if about it.
1: Shout out to Chase Juleson, the only SDSU fan that I know. <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> and I'm pretty sure still the only one that actually exists. Yeah. Conspiracy theory, SDSU does not have fans. They have robots. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, birds aren't real.
1: they definitely aren't you know (laughs) don't get me started on that now okay it's too late well thank you to all the podcasts out there um thank you guys for continuing to listen week after week make sure you give us a five star rating wherever you're listening to this and also if you could follow us on instagram twitter Wherever you can find us, go ahead and follow us. Stalk us if you want to. We're not going to press charges. We don't press charges, okay? In the Golden Triangle, we don't do that.
0: We actually like stalkers here. Yeah,
1: we love stalkers, you know? That just means we have another person in the neighborhood. Yeah. You know? (laughs) We're like, hey, bud, I've never seen you before. It's like, how much meth is that? Oh, that's not too much meth. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this this guy's a fun addict. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hope you guys have a great New Year's. Happy New Year's to everybody. Let's hope that 2024 is the year of the Bobcats and the year of the Cat's Pod. It, it is
0: the year of the Bobcats and the year of the Cat's Pod. And go Jacks. Go Jacks.